0: Is transgender natural? People are baffled by Bruce Jenner's transition to Caitlyn, but are more people attracted to transgender than we think? TNA talk with comedian Christopher Corbin on his recent coming out as a transgender lover. This is Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. And uh, tonight we have with us Chris Corbin. I guess. Christopher Corbin. Hi. Uh, he's an actor, comedian, and comedian, and improviser from the show Jane the Virgin and um do you do you get to
1: improvise on Jane the virgin?
2: not really uh, I gotta do the Russian accent, so I gotta actually <laughs> work hard on my lines to get them right yeah, that's every once in a while, I'll put something in there, like I'll split up uh have haven't to have not because usually they don't use. Right. Is it prepositions. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even yes. know, guys. Is that right? No. 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 She said yes, so I'm right. I'm like, I know I'm wrong. I don't know language.
1: I like this. This all taps what into about. like the topic of today, dealing with like transgender and like what t- you know, how do you like call them? This is like a whole thing. Pronouns. What are the terms? Yeah, yeah. pronouns. Don't
2: say of, it's tranny, all guys. Grammar. Do not say tranny. That that's offensive, not, right? That is very offensive. It's uh, well. It used to not be, and uh, it became very offensive.
0: Let's tell people why we're talking with you. Of yeah, I interjected. No, that's okay. So, uh, so, Chris, you you have an interesting story. You recently came out as being, I don't even know what to call it, but I would say transgender attracted?
2: I, Is that- well, I came out uh, to my wife about being a, uh, I, I guess it would be pansexual man because I don't see... Uh, I don't see gender as a like outlying factor for what attracts me. Um, Mm. So it's pretty much if I find you attractive, I find you attractive. And I found since I was younger, I've always been attracted to transsexuals. And uh, I was engaged to a post-op transsexual for um, a short time when I was younger. And uh, then I stopped doing that because I could never really come out to my friends I had uh I had some pretty shitty friends back in high school and college days that if I came out I would have been outcast and so that kind of stuck with me for a long time and just recently in my 32s I uh came out to my wife and it's been hard but it's also been good to be honest about who I am
0: yeah I can imagine Uh, um and so do you so gosh I have a lot of questions but it was there ever so is this something you you have felt since you were like a kid or is it something that you think developed I've
2: or? always been into uh, boys and girls ever since I was a kid I uh, I actually was hooking up with boys and girls like in elementary school like it went back that far like doing stuff yeah. and uh, and then I ended up experimenting with mostly boys with boys uh well actually with men which was not a good idea uh when I was younger and it kind of turned me off of that and then I started I was not the most attractive kid Mm -hmm. so uh the only thing I could get because I would go online I couldn't I was never sexually attracted uh sexually attractive to uh the people in my school so I would go online and try to find things that way and Usually, I'd end up hooking up with transsexuals, and mm. I began to really like it.
0: So, what? Can I, go ahead. Yeah.
1: I, well, I guess I find it interesting too how there's almost like the parallel of your experience to someone who's transsexual, and that just what you're saying, kind of the social stigma mm. of even if you're not transsexual, right? But if your partner is, then it's this whole thing of like how is that interpreted, and like are you feeling comfortable telling people, or or does it even come up? I mean, in some ways, someone might not even know that they're transsexual unless you know I've heard from some people the that they're in them
2: yeah and I've heard from some people that I'm straight because I'm still attracted to the woman form and transsexuals tell me that I'm straight my wife says that I'm gay so <laughs> it's uh, two different things um but,
0: but this isn't this is a question I had too is that what exactly about the transsexual experience I suppose are you attracted to and I and I think there's also different there's some transsexuals who keep well I, I would say males the female who keep their penis or who don't go through the whole reassignment surgery. And then there are others who do sex reassignment. And so I guess I'm, if I'm trying to put myself into this position to understand all of this better, it's like, okay, I can imagine maybe a man wanting to be dominated or penetrated and, and a transsexual with a penis would, would accommodate that.
2: I never really liked being penetrated. Um, I was always what they would refer to as a top. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always just like that i mean i i like penises i like my own um i'm a big <laughs> fan of them uh so I, me
1: too <laughs> yeah it's
2: it's something that i like i know how they work and they work very easily whereas you gotta work a little <laughs> bit harder with a vagina
0: yeah it's uh, a little bit of a mystery <laughs> yeah it's a
2: little bit harder to work with but uh i like i actually like both uh and i can't say that i like one more than the other but yeah. i find that i watch more transsexual porn than i do and so transsexual.
0: Sorry if I'm being like hitting it over the head with this, no. but just to, to clarify. So transsexual being being um, with sex reassignment, or a transsexual with the, still with a penis.
2: I've been attracted both. To both. Um, I don't see a line. Uh, like the line for me is very blurred. Like I don't see much of a difference. Yeah. Except for the bottom parts (laughs) right
1: I I have to say watching um, this interview with Bruce Jenner which of course caused waves and has made it very mainstream to talk about transgender right now which I would think is a good thing for them like an opportunity to really allow us to understand better which is why we're here talking Mm -hmm. as well but, um, something that was that I noticed in the interview is just sort of this fixation on labeling, and it's like, well, are you gay are you are you straight? are you you know what and it's like what is, it almost feels like the wrong conversation and and I, I just feel like more and more sexuality is becoming this more open field, which is and the more you talk with straight male men, you know, they'll admit to having. Uh, having had sexual relations with, like, their good friends in college or growing up, you know, kind of experimenting, and then also the same thing for women, you know. So you're the more ta- and more you're going, what's, what's the freaking difference?
2: <laughs> it's funny to me because ever since I actually opened up and was honest with, like, myself, and the only person I was really hiding it from because I've been with my wife for nine years, and so after I came out, that was the only person I was hiding it from. So I was just more honest. I was talking to people about it, and I found... So many more guys are into that than I thought. Mm, um, yes. Like people that are my friends are like, yeah, I'm into that too. I just don't like talking about it with people, and I, like right. I keep it between me and my girlfriend or whatever it is. Wait, well, into
0: react into trans being attracted to transsexuals. In, being
2: into transsexuals. Like, mm. there's a lot more people that I never would have thought a, that are. Um, and the people I feel bad for a lot are people like my wife who. Um, have to be in marriages with people who don't know who they are, and then right. end up getting that shock where it's like, oh, um, this I th- isn't what I thought. This is not what I thought I was with. And then they end up stuck with this horrible, like what me and my wife are going through now, where it's like we don't know what to do. Like, I still love her, and she's still my best friend, but I know that I'm sexually attracted to something else, and I don't know if I could be there for her and not. And I I don't think I could be faithful. So that's the hard part.
0: So it almost seems like it's a matter of just, of kind of opening the relationship up. It's not like you or your sentiments have changed or your attraction to her has gone away.
2: But she would never, like, she just would not want to share me. And that's that's understandable. And it it becomes so much harder with everything, like, going on. And so we're living in separate bedrooms and trying to figure out how to separate. And that's a hard thing. But... Mm. I'm, and I'm sure that happens with a lot of people coming out of the closet who've gone into these relationships and continue on and then find out that they are not that way and that they like men or like transsexuals or like something else. And so the person who's straight in the, in the whole thing ends up really getting a, <laughs> dealt a shit hand because they thought they had the perfect life.
1: Right. Hmm. I um, Something that you had researched today was uh, the history of of Transsexuality.
0: Well, I, I that did that. well. Y- well, and
1: this bec- fascinated me because, there, yeah. Can I just because we're talking about like the labeling and like what is what is it and and all of this you know in between and you know and also Bruce Jenner coming to the forefront and it feels like this new thing like it's you know the new vanguard but really there's a long history of it. Well, there's it, but,
0: but I didn't know about this and so I like the, one of the reasons for having the show is that I have a lot of admittedly I have a lot of confusion. I don't judge the community. It's not like I feel like uh l g p t q community is like inferior, doesn't have a right to exist or anything. It's not that at all. It's simply I just question like well, okay, is this a result of our society? is it a result of you know being in an over sexualized culture or is something going on? you know, so I'm just trying to look at all the factors to try to understand, and so, yeah, I'm like, okay well, let's look at the history of it like how long has this been around? And it was really surprising, I didn't know this, but I mean, I mean, it's mentioned in the Bible. Well, the idea right? of that to- that cross, Cross-dressing. Right, that to cross dress.
1: Do you have the quote, right? I do, What's yeah. the actual quote from Deuteronomy?
0: You, you haven't heard this question? Oh, there's Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy. my jam, I Deuteronomy. I think it's mentioned <laughs> a few times, but uh, yeah, but Deuteronomy, uh, um, it says 22.5, Whatever that means, I'm not a Bible person, so... (laughs) But the woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are of abomination unto the Lord thy God. And this was mentioned in the Jenner interview, which I was like, what, floored? But I'm like, well, shit, if it's in the Bible, then that means if if somebody put it in the Bible... It's because it was happening. It's because it's what, it was <laughs> happening even then, right? Of course. <laughs> I mean, so, it probably
2: goes back to even Greek times. Well, like it, the, does. it does.
0: So then yeah. I was digging, well, right? And, yeah. and then I found... And I, then
1: even the phenomenon of like eunuchs and all this stuff. Well, but yeah. Gonna... And,
0: and that it's... Um, there really is like okay so just rattle off plutarch of yeah. who's like a roman historian talks about the great mother and the great mother being this uh this deity who's an intersex deity where it was like before the two sexes had split so the two sexes living together as one and there's there's um, transgender depictions of this great mother and all of her priestesses, like in artifacts all the way, like in mesopotamia assyria Babylonia, cod like should be like a hermaphrodite god right okay yeah and um and then there 's a lot of tribal cultures who revered transgender priestesses. this is more male to female, transgender, and so a lot of these priestesses would go through different surgeries and uh, and yeah, some of it would be eunuchs and whatnot, but all kinds of different things that they would do to their bodies to become transgender because they felt like um, they felt like having not not being identified by one gender like transcended humanity a bit, and, well, and that they had them, more wisdom. They had more wisdom, and it and yeah, and they were able to connect with that great mother more. So it was it was it was revered.
2: I actually read about uh, back in. Way back when there were a lot of shamans that were women, because uh, and so I'm sure there were lots of men who uh would want to become shamans right. and become the medicine people of their tribes or whatever, and that would turn to be, be being exactly. a woman, and uh, that makes a lot of sense. It's, I think that with society the way society is now, it's just we're living with all these past uh ideas of what humans should be or should not be, and it's really we all have we're all just animals
1: yeah that's right. all we are
2: we all have animal instincts oh, and i've seen like dogs that are both boys love each other like it's it happens yeah. in all like uh it spreads all across the animal kingdom so the fact that we have like ideas about how we should be it's just it's very close minded Right. people saying like oh you should be this way because you were born this way and it's like no i don't feel that way and i want to be this way it's yeah
1: well i want to say with the deuteronomy quote for example it makes me think of um they're you know they have a very set goal of creating a nuclear family and the structure of marriage to preserve the child's you know rearing and this kind of thing so you know, you under like for me, when I read that, I understand it as, OK, they're trying to create structures and define gender and create very clear archetypes that people can follow um, to build a structured society.
2: Well, it's more of a structured religion because that's what what it is these days is like uh, if even if you look at Mormons, like they're required to go and produce families and produce more and more children to make more Mormons. So I'm sure it was the same thing with the Christian religion where they wanted to make more Christians and people who do this and go and sleep with men or sleep with or become transsexuals or whatever they want to do. They won't add to that religion. So it's wrong. Right. And that's a big problem is because people want these religions to continue. So they write these books in order to say what you can and can't do. And it's, it's kind of all like, fairy tales really right well so in my opinion
1: moving to present day for me i you know i think a lot about gender in itself right and i often feel like i talked about this with a like i we definitely play the very feminine role and i and i know that like it it feels like a role that i play and i like playing it and when i was a child and i was younger i like wanted to be a boy in third grade you know um and i and i don't but I don't think it was maybe at such a level that I need to right, change myself literally, but it was, but it still makes me feel like it's all in the same ballpark of like role-playing and how am I defining myself? And, um, and back to kind of Bruce Jenner and this whole f- like phenomenon of him coming forward, it, I, I wondered, okay, looking at this, at Bruce Jenner specifically, and of course there's so many other ones, um, Laverne Cox with, you know, orange is the new black, all this stuff. But I, it seemed like okay, he's doing these surgeries, and then like he's also married to someone like Kris Jenner, and they have like they're these sort of media mavens and the icons of femininity, and all of a sudden he's like in this relationship with them, and um and I wondered how much that like affects, what do I want to say? Help me, I right, <laughs> right. The,
0: how how much of that was just how like being a being surrounded by women and femininity and but more all than that, that
1: like how again like this archetype of femininity and having to like play that role and then him like desiring to be something that our whole society idolizes anyway and so then back to this it gets a little heady but like that idea of is this something organic coming from him from his dna the way he's born or is it like all these societal pressures to fit a gender archetype that make you go well i'm somewhere in between i'm just a man that like wants to be feminine. Like can, can he exist as a man that's just feminine without surgery or does he need to do the surgery?
2: I think if some people grow up thinking or believing that they're more feminine or more of a woman and do want to change, but are afraid of what society would do. And I'm sure Bruce Jenner fell into that category and wanted to make himself as normal as possible, similar to what I did. Like when I, felt that I didn't want that for my life because I don't want to lose my friendships and I don't want people to judge me and then I realized because I got older that like it doesn't matter if they judge me and it doesn't matter if what they think of me right and so, actually, you'll find same, your
1: community it, of people who accept you exactly. by only going forward as who you are
2: yeah and if the more you lie about it the more you self-hate and the more you like start dogging on yourself and you don't want that you want to be able to be who you are and I think that is what uh, she wanted to be and what Caitlyn Jenner, she wanted to be a woman. And I'm sure Chris Jenner knew about this for a while.
0: They did, yeah. I mean, yeah, actually, in out, the interview, he, yeah. Yeah. he came out to me. He's her like, you know, ago.
1: that she that he'd be wearing, he, she, wearing, I guess now she's Caitlyn. So she, yeah. yeah, would be in a dress or something. And she'd be like, okay, you're going to change now? We're going out. You yeah. know, and was kind of, right, and I think, and, but also talked about this genuine love for each other well, and same just thing with Ed Wood okay too. Ed
2: Wood was a cross-dresser, and he brought it into his movies with Glenn or Glenda, and he mm. really was, and this has been going on for years and years, but...
0: Yeah, you know, and one thing that, this is an admission, I suppose. Judge me if you like, but, but I'm just being honest. That, judge. <laughs> okay, I'm I, leaving, bye. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, in all honesty, when I look at it and I'm like, okay, it just, yes, my question is, is it natural? It, not that I don't know if it really it matters in the end, but um, it just, when you look at it, it takes so much energy, right? Like, it's like you are you have to change your entire gender, right? like your entire body. It's so much energy, so much Effort. money, so much uh, physical pain, like taking chemicals, all this stuff that it just makes me go... But like, why? And is it and it makes me like have this process in my mind of, well, because it would take so much energy in order to have a change that it's like somehow unnatural and that oh this can be fixed or it's a it's a dysfunction of our society or something. And then but here's and I stopped because I freaked myself out and I took a step out of myself and I'm like, oh, my God, I sound like. I'm like my grandparents in like 1940s America who've just come across homosexuality for the first time mm-hmm. saying the exact same things. Yeah, like that
1: it's unnatural.
0: Right. No, that's not, that's not natural to humans. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I mean, obviously. That's kind yeah. of like, well, like back surgery natural. isn't natural. Yeah,
2: it's not natural to go get your hip fixed if it breaks. It's not natural. It's not natural of things, things. a
0: cochlear implant that makes you hear. You yeah, know?
2: these things are not natural, but we have it in society where we're able to do it and People do want that. And if we didn't have that in society, we didn't have the ability to do that. I think people would still be going towards being more feminine or dressing like women because they want that feeling. Making alterations sure. to the best yeah. of their
1: ability, which we just exhibited, you know, which you discovered in the research right. of reading about you know, the histories. So. Yeah,
2: no matter what, people are going to do that because we all are born with either a lot of testosterone or a lot of estrogen. And some men are born with way too much estrogen and they have the choice of either getting on hormones and becoming more manly or staying that way and being confused for a woman and that happens to some people like that's just the way they're born so it's just like if anything I'd say it's a mistake with actual human mechanics and the way that we were born
1: right?
2: because if if it we shouldn't be men shouldn't be born with tons of estrogen if it was all right but
1: yeah or if it was that simple if there weren't yeah. genetic alterations with every single person that's born
2: exactly and so they're I wouldn't say these are mistakes these are just right, more yeah, gifts like avoiding of like words. it's like looking at a weed like some weeds are beautiful but some people hate weeds because they mess up their yard like these things are still beautiful
0: right, right. like that just haven't... the way
2: you look at it
0: it's completely yeah yeah um can I ask you a question Chris? Of course. Uh you uh, Okay so if you well I guess I guess I don't know I don't I was gonna say, would you? Sorry, we're in my neighborhood, and there's like the kids just got home from school. Well, I'm not
1: they gonna sure to hear them in the mic, but there are like children screaming, screaming. through the windows. Yeah, and we have uh, we and have the windows screaming. open because it's super hot in here, and yeah. like they are just hollering. Yeah, and we're just we're just screaming back about transgender sex. Yeah. We're gonna get a sex change, kids.
2: Yeah, yeah. it'll be good for you.
1: <laughs> exactly. Just be yourself. They're gonna remember this. Yeah. We're gonna be like one day I heard through the window oh my god it's LA it they'll be everything through the window
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Chris uh, my question is if if would you still be attracted to a transsexual if there were not the technological advances that there are today like breast aug- augmentation and hormone therapy And all I that. have
2: been attracted to many transsexuals who have just had long hair
0: mm-hmm. and no
2: and no surgery whatsoever and uh I mean, they so, were on, they were on hormones, so they had tiny little boobies. Yeah. But it's it's just the feminine quality of someone. If if they have that feminine quality,
1: Oh, that's well said. The feminine quality. I was like, gonna say, like, I don't. I'm still figuring out my own. I mean, largely, I identify as heterosexual. But right. it's true that you know, like, I, there have been women that I'm drawn to, and it does seem to almost have more to do with this energy that that makes me attracted.
2: And I think it's uh, if. If I never experimented, if I'd never done that when I was a teenager, I probably never would be into this. And I probably never would have, like, had the balls to go forward with being this. Because I know that when I slept with men before, I kind of felt shamed. Like, I felt shame because I thought that it wasn't the way I should be in society. Mm -hmm. And so I always kept that secret and wanting to hide it and hide it and hide it and keep it hidden because I was afraid I'd be judged. And so... But I now that I've seen it and I like it and I've been doing it for long enough that I realize, like, oh, I don't care. But I think people who just kind of question it later on in life, they may never ha- give it a second thought and pursue it.
1: Yeah. Well, I was, I was thinking that, too. Like, for me, I, I can't – well, I don't feel like I was really exposed to it. And this always brings me back to even, like, porn consumption. Like, as a child, I never really saw a magazine the way that, like, I feel young boys are exposed to it more you know, in any form, right? Oh, so yeah. it sort of takes you, as, me as a woman like longer to catch up or something. Um, but my mom sometimes- bought me
2: a Playboy at 13. That was like my bar mitzvah, guys. <laughs> I got a Playboy when I, I turned 13 and I was like, this is the best thing ever.
1: Yeah, but like, so you're already being shaped that way. <laughs> yeah. um, but okay, we're going to take a mini break yeah. and uh, and then we're going to come back and talk about more of transgender. Um, you're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. Tweet us at TSX Talk.
0: Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that.
2: Hey, you're welcome.
1: <laughs> this is Pushing Boundaries at TNA. We're talking with Christopher Corbin, actor, comedian, improviser. Yep, still here.
2: On the stage and in real life.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and uh, you can tweet him at corbin underscore Chris. And you mm-hmm. can tweet us at TA Sex Talk if you want to join the conversation. Please do. We want to hear from you. Yeah. And So, uh, so we're talking trans- about transgender, transgender. Is it natural? What does it mean? What does it mean to be attracted to one? And, uh,. And Chris recently has come out as um, to his wife and to everyone he knows as being attracted to trans, transsexual, transgender folks. And so we were talking over the break about your wife and your situation, how you're how you guys are going through that right now. And I was thinking that, oh, so if your wife were a strap on or something, yeah, my wife would you me? be good? <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean,
2: you know, I, I, know. Like, I don't know. Maybe my wife can peg me sometime. Uh, I no, I I'm not into the so things it, I'm in into- the like i like penises i like vaginas too and like either my wife is the person who i love and i love her i adore her she's my best friend but there's there's that thing where i have that attraction for something else and it, and and the problem is like i lied about it for so long that i can't rebuild that trust
1: do you feel like to me when i hear this i mean it sounds like the man that you thought she wanted you to be is like the conformities of our society like the things that we're told we need to be right like you're a good man if you do XYZ you're a good woman if you do XYZ and of course as we grow up like almost none of us fit that mold so we're like you know floundering and trying to be the image that we think that our partner wants us to be and then all of a sudden I'm, and I guess listening to you talk about I, you know, I'm looking at my own past relationship where all of a sudden it was like the rules were changing. And as years pass, your expectations for yourself and your partner are changing. But it's like, how do you stay on the same page yeah. over five years, over a decade? You know, I mean.
2: And I think me starting to smoke weed again back in like October really sped a lot of stuff up It uh, really sped you- up like my like my ideas of what I like wanted in life and like it, it also like they, the doctor prescribed me Adderall. So that sped things up a lot <laughs> too. Um, <laughs> and so when I got off that and I got off the weed, I, I realized I'm like, Oh man, I've done a lot of, cause I cheated on her with three different transsexuals and, and I lied to her about it for a long time. And then I finally was honest because I talked to a good friend of mine and she's like, "Look, you have to make her make like cuz I wanted to keep her and I wanted to do anything included lie to her for the rest of my life and just stop everything and be like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm just going to be with her and lie about everything." And she, then my friend's like, "You just need to be honest with her because it's if I want she had the same thing happen where she had a boyfriend cheat on her and he finally was honest like 2 years after the fact and she um, wish she ha- was able to make the own de- her own decision. With that, and so that's why I was like, "Well, she needs to be able to make her own decision whether she wants to stay with me or not, and of course, she does not and uh, <laughs>
1: not of course well but like, sure the-
2: it, it's a lot to go into it, and it's a lot that happened, but i and I feel horrible about a lot of stuff that did happen, but I feel good that I'm able to be honest about who I am, and that was with her help, right so
1: and yeah, you're only stronger for it in the end, but
0: right. There's a like wreckage. There's still (laughs) a lot of pain
2: and a lot of like, uh, yeah, a lot of wreckage.
0: Right. You know, I had a friend, um, a friend recently come out to me in the same way that you are. And he, he, he doesn't really even know how to define himself at the moment, but he's like, you know, I just, I think he was married for 10 years and he's like, I, I think I'm attracted to transsexuals and I don't know. I don't know if that makes me bisexual. I don't know what I am. Like, I don't know what that means for me. And so he's literally just embarking on this journey. And, and I, I mean, I was grateful he came out to me. It was fine. It didn't, it didn't rock me at all. But what fascinated me was how like the pieces started coming together. It was the first time I had actually knew someone uh, or really heard from someone who was attracted to a transsexual and like really wanted primarily like, he's like, yeah, this is something I've really been sitting on and hiding my entire life. And I'm like, wow, like I didn't even know I, did, I never really considered that kind of desire being someone's bread and butter sexually. You know, I guess I always, for some reason in my mind, thought of it being as like a, a more of a fetish thing or an. an, an I'm like sure an most addition guys out thing. there has
2: watched like transsexual porn. I'm really? sure Obama has watched transsexual <laughs> porn. I'm sure like almost every guy out there has at some point watched transsexual porn because they were curious about it. Right. And right. some guys are more attracted to it than others. And so, and it becomes an attraction that you're like, "Oh, this is what kind of what I like to watch." This is not like I don't really like watching straight porn as much anymore and this right. and but some people don't. Some people just use it as a curiosity and then move on to like Brazilian fart porn. And <laughs> so it's like we all have those curiosities. So, yeah. but it
0: really pulled in I'm like, "Oh, it, it just really like seeing that there existed a community that like really wanted a transgender or a transsexual experience." I was like, "Oh, like that it, then yeah. It makes sense that there's one and the other. Like I, I've only really considered. I, I don't know why, because I'm silly and naive and uneducated. No, about no, the but whole like, thing, the, but if
1: there's, if it's out there, there's also almost like a magnetic attraction to it as well. Like, there's going to be a community or right. a world for it. And I, yeah. But I the just, thing is, you don't
0: hear. You, right. like it's just, you
1: just don't really hear like, from it. It's great talking anybody. with you about right. it, Chris, yeah. because it's this idea of like we're hearing a lot from the people who are living it and experiencing those changes, but it's like. No, no, they're 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 actually desired and there's actually an, you know, an interest in them as well. And the truth is, I mean, even people talk a lot about like androgyny, right? And like that's very high fashion or like all, you know, um, and and so very effeminate boys and boys, I should say young men like are all prints
2: and all those like they're. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and it's that fine line. I mean, I think there actually is a lot of attraction to it. And then that brings me to like, we, we were doing research for this show and talking with you, you'd mentioned your friend, Morgan Bailey. Mm -hmm. And, um and so, you know, we're Googling and, uh, and I think A and I both kind of at the same time... We, we were on the phone.
0: <laughs> we were on the phone looking up pictures. On the- oh, I was here in the room
1: with you. Were you? Oh, We, yeah, were, we were, you were here on the together on of, different yeah. computers. And we both kind of went, oh.
0: Oh,
1: oh that's, that's kind of hot. It was, it,
0: honestly, I'm like, because it, I identify as heterosexual, but I like to play with women. And so... I'm like, oh, there's a woman with a penis. That's the perfect combination. I, you know, have so many things to grab, like, and like, <laughs> that's <fucking>. exactly <laughs> it's like the feminine experience, but with penetration and the penis that I love. It's like there are women I'm who are into converted. transsexuals
2: too. Yeah, there's it's not a thing that's just strictly to men that like transsexuals. Like a lot of women out there do like them.
0: And so. my confusion has been, I don't understand. Like I've just. I've just never really interested what the, what transsexual people want. Like, I don't even know. I've never considered myself as like a player in that field, you know? Like, would mm-hmm. they, do they like women? Do they, and and from what I hear, it's all different. over the board. I, yeah, I think Yeah, it, it no, changes
2: from person to person. There's right. no way to label the entire community because I'm sure. It's not like
0: homosexual. It's yeah. Not,
2: there are like, transsexuals out there that I've met that do not like to get it in the butt. Like there are transsexuals that I've met that only like it that way. So it's, it's just changes from person to person. There's no way to really judge somebody and on like, well, I
1: always like to highlight the similarities though. Like I, like I love even using the word coming out. It's like, well, you're not coming out gay, but like the fact that that word is being, it's like this, this idea of secrets being revealed. But I, I mentioned this to say that even just, sorry, even discussing what you're saying about, um, their preferences for for their sexual activities it's like even if you're at a bar and meets you know like as a heterosexual woman i'm going to meet a a straight man and i don't know if he likes uh penetration in the butt right like there are guys that do that are straight and like yeah. and and their different fetishes or like you know i was just with a guy that's like oh you kind of like rough sex i'm like well it depends do you know like sometimes you know, and, and then it's, you know, so it's like there's always, you're just figuring there's out fluidity, what that is. yeah. Yeah, and it's, and it's just highlighting the this, this similarities. Like, it's always just context. And, and it feels new and novel because we haven't seen a lot of imagery of it in the media or, you know, it hasn't been sort of openly talked about. But. Yeah, I think
2: people like just putting things in boxes, like including yeah. like all of like community. And it's, everybody's different. Every person is a different, they all have different upbringings. And so it changes from person to person. There probably are transsexuals out there who don't like having sex at all. Right. There are people out there who don't like having sex, but they just want to identify as a woman. And my ex, who uh, was a post-op transsexual, after she broke up with me, she was just dating women for a long time and was considered a lesbian. So it's it's one of those things that we, we shouldn't put society into boxes. Like, if you're attracted to somebody, you're attracted to somebody.
1: Right, yeah. And I was going to say, yeah, it's almost like, not so much going and finding so like okay well are they into me or not it's almost like well you know when someone's into you know you feel yeah, it. right, you feel yeah. the moment and then and, you know and
0: this is what i think honestly in the end after you know looking into all of this and trying to understand it all I, one thing that sticks out to me is that i think it's a really beautiful evolution for humanity that um that we're transcending the yeah i guess the the extra the boxes and also the physical uh category, i don't know categorizing people physically and and making clear decisions off that like it's like it's like evolution is forcing us to look beyond and to just simply connect and with one another and and whatever's on the surface doesn't matter anymore yeah i mean there way. are
2: men that i've been attracted to i couldn't see myself being with a man like for a long period of time but yeah i'm sure that in my future, I will be with men and I'm sure in my future, I'm going to be with transsexuals and my future. I'm going to be with women and that's okay with me. And I hope it's okay with society. I'm sure it won't be okay with some people in society, but some people are going to be okay with it. Yeah.
0: Right. And that's what matters. And
2: as long as it's okay with me, that's what really matters.
0: Well, Chris, thanks for being with us.
2: Thank you guys. TNA were awesome. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You guys
0: can, uh, you can tweet Chris at Corbin underscore Chris You can find him on Instagram at justmeccc. Yeah, blowing up them
2: pictures, guys. Lots of dog pictures.
0: (laughs) And also, (laughs) you have a show at The Complex with the Miles Stroth Workshop, right? Yeah, every
2: Wednesday, and we're switching to Tuesdays in July. um, And then I do second and fourth Wednesday at the Clubhouse. We do a show called The Coconut Club. It's all musical improv. Feel free to submit your teams if you want to try musical improv out. It's a great time. You sing? I do I sing Just checking
1: You do little medleys Yeah
2: man I yeah. hear that voice mm, mm-hmm. Yeah all <laughs> down with that Barry White now <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Alright well you can tweet us At TA Sex Sock Please join the conversation Check out uh, And go to our website Please uh, leave a voice message For us if you like Our website is pbwithta.com
1: Yeah Thanks tell for us tuning What you're in. attracted to <laughs> You're
0: listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA I'm am
1: doing all right.